Welcome to the Prophecy Club. Our topic today is signs in the sun and in the moon and in the stars. And I'm going to tie this together with a new Coverstone dream. And if you click away on this one, you're going to miss the best part because the best part is how this ties together with the new Coverstone dream. And unfortunately, I have to give background if you want to understand it. Now, if you just want the dream, you can go to him and get the dream. But if you want to understand what it's saying, then you're going to have to be patient, not click away, and let me go ahead and show you what I think is some astounding and very important information. All right, signs of the sun, moon, and the stars. Now, yesterday we talked about how the Ark of the Covenant has, I repeat, has been found. Actually, it was found in 1982. So before I get into signs, moon, signs of the sun, moon, and stars, I encourage you strongly, let me just say it this way. You want to get this, okay? You do. This is five DVDs. Yes, you can get the physical DVDs. Valued $150 down here for $100 at, let's say, prophecyclub.com right down here. But the best deal is to simply go to watchprophecyclub.com right here and enter this code, it lets you watch all five of these two-and-a-half-hour professionally produced DVDs free. And even better than that, if you put this little Y at the end of that promo code, you get a $20 off on what is normally the $200 uh, to, to, uh, to have a, a year-one-year membership for $200. But now it would be $180. It's even better. These are, it's, it's crucial that you understand this information. Look, that Ark of the Covenant comes out, and all of your friends, everybody is going to be talking about it. The whole world is going to be talking about it. And if you know what is on these DVDs, you're going to be the smartest person around you. And you can probably lead some of your friends to the Lord over it. So it's extremely important to get this. Now, the next thing I recommend you get is this DVD. Wow. $50 for the DVD. It's three and a half hours. It's a double DVD. Okay, It's actually one disc, but I mean, it's a double DVD. Three and a half hours. And then also the book. The book has the high resolution pictures. So this is the pictures. And then this is the explanation. You need the explanation, but you also want the pictures. The DVD is 50 bucks. The book alone is 75 Get both of them for a gift of $100. It's a fantastic deal. And you do that by going to prophecyclub.com. You can pause there. That'll tell you more about the book. And this is what's in it. It talks about Noah's Ark, Sodom and Gomorrah, the Red Sea Crossing, Mount Sinai, and Ark of the Covenant. And I talked about the Ark of the Covenant the last couple of broadcasts. This is a sphinx shape that I have been to at the, 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 the Sodom and Gomorrah. Now, let's get started on signs in the sun, moon, and the stars. You got to stay with me if you under, if you want to understand this one. You, there's I've got to give you some biblical scripture background. I know some people click away when I get to the Bible, but that's a big mistake. All right, so Revelation eight one, and when he opened the seventh seal. Now the seventh seal is the very last seal, and it's in my opinion, it's definitely within the last thirty days before Jesus returns, probably within the last few weeks. When he opened the seventh seal, there was silence in heaven about the space of half an hour. Now, we've joked for years that this is the time for all the prophets teachers to readjust their charts. But 
If you want to understand this Coverstone dream, you got to look at that word silence because that's the key to it, to understanding it. So there's silence in heaven when the seventh seal is open. I saw the seven angels which stood before God, and to them were given seven trumpets. And another angel came and stood at the altar having a golden censer, and there was given him much incense. This ties to it, okay? That he should offer with the prayers of the saints upon the golden altar which is before the throne. And the smoke of the incense which came with the prayers of the saints ascended up before God out of the angel's hand. And the angel took the censer and filled it with fire of the altar and cast it into the earth. That's probably what this dream is talking about. And there were voices and thunderings, lightnings, and an earthquake. Now we know that there is an earthquake such as was not since been on the earth so mighty an earthquake. And the third part of the city fell and the nations fell. So this is the final earthquake. So this is the seventh seal. This is associated with the very last weeks and days before Jesus returns, the final time for Armageddon. And the seven angels, which had the seven trumpets, prepared themselves to sound. Now, this first angel sounding here is tied together with what happens here when he casts this uh, to the earth and there were voices, thunderings, lightnings, and earthquake. So the first angel sounds. Now, you remember, when I memorized the book of Revelation back in 2017, the audible voice spoke to me and said the seven seals play over seven years. The seven trumpets play over seven months. The seven vials play over seven days. And I believe that to be, that's not one, one seal per year. It's just that from the first seal to the last seal takes seven years. And I'm going to show you a chart on that in a second. Matter of fact, maybe I should just go to that chart. It's a little out of what I wanted to do, but let me just show you. Okay, so the seven seals play over seven years and conclude here when Jesus returns. The seven trumpets play over the last seven months and conclude here when Jesus returns. The seven vials play over the last seven days and conclude here when Jesus returns. They all conclude on the same day. The events we're talking about probably take place in this ballpark, but there's no sign that they are taking place seven months. We, we cannot guarantee they take place seven months before Jesus returns. And what this dream is showing us is that it's probably back down in here. And that could be. Okay, now, let me back up and continue reading here. So the first angel sounded, and there followed hail and fire mingled with the blood, and they were cast to the earth, and a third part of the trees was burnt up, and all green grass was burnt up. Now, that could be something like uh, an object hits the sun that we know happens, which I'm about to read about. But it also could be one of these corona events <laughs> that we're also about to talk about today. And I, I know I'm probably going to go long, but if you want to understand this, and this is a major, major event, you're going to have to stick with me. If you click away from this one, you will be making a mistake. Uh, I, I'm going to dare say, I don't even think I understood this even though I had memorized the book of Revelation. I don't think I understood this until I got these two bits of information today. Don't click away. Third of the street trees were burnt up. Okay, so what can cause a third of the trees of the planet and all of the green grass to all burn up? Obviously, that's something big. And this dream and what I'm going to show you explains it. And the second angel sounded. 
And as it were a great mountain, burning with fire, was cast into the sea, and a third part of the sea became blood. Okay, we got it. That's a meteor. And third part of the creatures which were in the sea and had life died, and the third part of the ships were destroyed. Okay, we got it. That's a meteor hitting the sea. And that happens on or about right here, but there's nothing saying that it's seven months out. It may be happening right down in here. It just said the seven trumpets play over seven months. Okay? And that's also happening. Remember, the next time Jesus returns is here to resurrect 144,000 one-year-old Jewish boys. He walks around for 50 days. Then we go to the marriage supper of the Lamb here. No, that's not the rapture because we've all been tested. Matter of fact, most Christians are already dead at that point. This is about four months before Jesus returns here uh, for uh, Armageddon. All right, now, so to tie this together, the event we're talking about is spoken of here. It's probably happening here out to the very last days. Back to the scriptures. And the third angel sounded, and there fell a great star from heaven. Okay, we got it. It's the same thing. It's a meteor, okay? Burning as it were a lamp, and it fell upon a third part of the rivers and upon the fountains of waters. And the name of the star is called Wormwood, and the third part of the waters became Wormwood. And many men died of the waters because they were made bitter or poisonous. And a fourth of the angel, and the fourth angel sounded, and a third part of the sun was smitten. That means something slams into the sun about the third part of the sun. That's huge, whatever it is. And third part of the moon, third part of the stars. So that means that whatever slams into the sun throws off so much debris that a third part of the moon, third part of the stars are all darkened. And the day shall not for a third part of it, and not likewise. So, I mean, at this point, we're talking about the last few days and weeks. The longest would be the last few months. Because when the day shall not for a third part of it, you're talking about pretty much everything on earth is either dead or going to be dead. Now, let's jump to Luke, because this ties together. And there should be signs in the sun and the moon and the stars. Now, let me just pause a second. Stan, what do you think is causing the problems with the sun? I'm about to read an article, a very interesting article. I don't think this is the hand of God. It could be. But I think this is scalar wave. Now remember, scalar wave is not going A, B, C, D. It goes from A to D. It's, it's interdimensional. It leaves one place and appears. So they can hit the moon with it. They can hit stars with it. They can hit the sun with it. And it can be caused, I suspect, it's that high technology scalar wave. Remember, I will destroy them which destroy the earth. So these, it's high technology. Now, yes, there is an angel that does some bad things to the sun and the moon stars. There's no question. God has his hand in it where he does some of the bad things too. But I think this part is scalar wave. I'll show you why. And there shall be signs in the sun and in the moon and of the stars upon the earth, distress of nations with perplexity. Now, that word perplexity means they can't fix it. There's no solution to it. Like right now, the climate change. I'm sure you've noticed that there's all kinds of strange climate over the last, really, especially the last year, even going back two years. Well, it's not the hand of God. It's scalar wave, okay, with perplexity. The sea and the waves roaring. Men's hearts failing them for fear, for looking after those things which are coming upon the earth, for the powers of heaven shall be shaken. In other words, they're destroying the earth. <laughs> well, actually, even more than that, they're destroying the planets, too. 
And then they shall see the sign of the, of the Son of Man. Then they shall see the Son of Man coming in the cloud with power and great glory. That's not the here. Let me back up. All right, that's not here. Okay, this Jesus is not coming with power and great glory. He's coming as a lamb. He comes with power and great glory here. So it's telling us which time he comes. Son of Man coming in the cloud with power and great glory. And when you see these things begin to come to pass, not yet, getting close, look up, lift up your heads, for your redemption draweth nigh. Now, let me tie this together, the second article. I think it's very, very interesting. I was just looking at Michael Snyder's website this morning, which I love. I watch it. I look at it often. It's called The Most Important News. Headline, what are the worlds happening to the sun? So he says, last month, the proportion of the sun's north pole, get a, get a load of this. Last month, a portion of the sun's north pole actually broke off and created a massive polar vortex. Now, yes, it can be an angel doing it. But in my opinion, I think this is scalar wave. The sun has been experiencing bizarre behavior recently. In February, a piece of its northern pole broke off. A video shows a giant filament of plasma or electrified gas shooting out from the sun, separating and then circulating in a massive polar vortex. While astronomers are baffled, they speculate the prominence has something to do with the reversal of the sun's magnetic field that happens once every solar cycle. So this is a picture I pulled off the internet. The size of this polar vortex is absolutely astounding. The incredible moment of a colossal solar tornado that is 14 times larger than Earth, I'll say it again, 14 times larger than Earth, swirls on the sun's surface has been captured by NASA in a new video. The twister composed of plasma and heat measured more than 74,500 miles high and moved up to 310,000 miles an hour. Okay, not, not just your everyday event. He says, is this behavior normal? Scientists don't really know because they've never seen anything quite like this before. A few weeks later, we witnessed an absolutely colossal coronal mass ejection that traveled away from the sun at a speed of, quote, at least 3,000 kilometers per second. Late on Monday, March 13th, the sun blasted out a coronal... This is going to tie together. You've got to stay with me. Coronal mass ejection, or CME, traveling at least 3,000 kilometers per hour, possibly the fastest ever recorded. The expelled particles reached the Earth's orbit in less than a day. They hit the Earth, and the results could have been catastrophic. But, fortunately, the CMA was directed almost directly opposite the Earth. However... The explosion is a reminder that the next time, we might not be so lucky. Okay, if you got it, this thing was aimed away from the earth, not towards the earth. So what these prophecies are talking about could be one that is actually, I shouldn't say aimed, but maybe directs towards the earth. The coronal mass ejection was so powerful that NASA actually classified it as an R for rare. The good news is that this eruption happened on the far side of the sun. Even though the CME erupted from the opposite side of the sun, its impact were felt on Earth. CMEs blast through space. They create a shockwave that can accelerate particles among the CMEs' path to incredible speeds. 
much the way surfers are pushed along on an incoming ocean wave. If the Earth had been facing the coronal mass ejection, it could have potentially caused another Carrington event. Now, what's a Carrington event? The potentially catastrophic CME has been compared to the Carrington event, the most intense geomagnetic storm in recorded history. Peaking from September 1 to 2, 1859, it knocked out the Internet of that time, which was telegraph systems all over Europe and North America failing. In some cases, operators received electric shocks and telegraphic pythons through sparks. NASA previously said a similar storm today could have a catastrophic effect on modern power grids and telecommunication networks. Well, I see it more than that. More than just knocking out the Internet, it could fry computer chips. Maybe ever computer chips. Who knows how bad it's going to get. So just imagine what society would look like if the power grid was destroyed and there was suddenly no internet for the entire United States. Can you imagine the complete and utter chaos that would create? But someday, we will take a direct hit, and in that moment, everything will change. Now you see that? Everything will change? Look at those words. Everything. I'm about to show you those same words in this dream from Coverstone. Everything in a moment. Everything will change. Okay, so here it is. This is the brand new Coverstone dream. He told me who was sending it a couple of days ago, and I just got it. Worse than you thought it would be. I believe it's talking about this event. And I believe it's saying that the tribulation is going to be worse than you could possibly imagine. I remember Virginia Bulldale, which was uh, Dimitri Dudeman's daughter, said that the Lord told her the mind of man cannot conceive of how bad it's going to get before Jesus returns. Okay, so here's the dream. He said the dream, oh, by the way, I've edited just mildly here to kind of get to the point a little quicker. The dream began with me loading an 80s-style station wagon with lawn chairs and blankets and some large coolers. My kids were younger, as in the 10 to 15 age range. Now, remember that because I believe that that's telling us sort of like when this takes place. And I'll just tell you right up front. I don't think it's trying to say that it's happening soon. I think it's saying that it's happening about 10 to 15 years from now, which about fits my timeline. Anyway, my kids were younger, as in the 10 to 15 age range, and they were excited about going to a very large fireworks display close to the town we lived in. As we got closer to the fireworks, it appeared to be as large as three to four football fields, and the fireworks area was set up near an area which had been set off with barricades. The place was packed with cards and with people everywhere. There was a bluff area that overlooked the flat ground, and we decided to pull the car up there and park. We got the blankets and the lawn chairs and the food out and began to talk about the fireworks that were about to be displayed. It appeared to be literally thousands of people excited to see the show. The first shots of the fireworks went streaking into the air and seemed to go up forever, but there was no noise or lights. There was literally two minutes of silence. Now, remember I told you to notice the silence. Okay, I believe that it's the Lord tying that event in Revelation 8 where there's, there's, there's 30 minutes of silence in heaven. I believe it was. So silence, I think it's tying those scriptures to this event. Literally two minutes of silence with everybody looked up until there was a horrific noise 
like a bomb going off. My family and I jumped where we sat as well as everybody else in the area. Huge flashes of light like hundreds of flares had suddenly been encapped, but there was also debris raining down on the people. Okay, so if there's a mass coronal event, this might be what it's like. Hot bits of on fire stick some paper and bigger than expected chunks of wood. And what even seemed to be pieces of brick were hitting people, and there was screaming and running. The announcer came on and told the people to remain calm as the problem would be rem- remedied soon. Just then, another ball- ballast of fireworks shot into the air, but they sounded more like F-16s taking off than fireworks. That could be tied to the Russians attacking America, but in my timeline, I think America has already been removed at this time. And they had the same effect in the year after minutes of silence, they exploded like a bomb. Now, people were running everywhere. Some had clothing and hats on fire and the gathering of families and yelling out their kids' names and happening everywhere. Even some of the cars were now burning and people were running toward the bluff where my family was. I told the kids to leave everything and to get in the car as fast as they could. There was still debris falling and burning and people and screaming and running for their lives. More of the cars in the field were burning now, and people were frantic for safety. There were people surrounding my car and beating on the sides of the windows to get in, but we were packed in tight, and there was no room, even though we were in a bigger car. But the crowd was dangerous, and my wife and my kids were terrified, so I maneuvered the car down the bluff and got back on the road. Well, that's when we all realized that the whole world had changed. Do you remember I showed you right from the other article, the whole world changed. So you see these things are tying together, okay? Houses were burning. Cars along the road had been abandoned. And the sky, look at this, look at this, look at this. The sky was alive with fire and darkness. Hmm. I think that's a mass coronal event from the sun. And he's about to say he did not see anything military. I don't think it's military. I don't think it's bombs. I think it's a mass coronal event. There were cars underneath overpasses appearing to be waiting it out, and people were watching the skies with great fear. I had been trying the radio, but there was only static. I stopped and asked if anybody knew what was going on, but nobody knew anything. People were making phone calls, but calls weren't going through due to the volume of calls. We got back on the road and headed home as fast as I could. Roads were littered with trash and cars and parked burning trees and all over chaos. We got to the place where we lived and walked into the house and turned the TV on. There were emergency signals going at the bottom of the screen and local numbers reported damage. The news anchor desk revealed reporters running with phones and talking quickly with other people in the room. I heard a camera guy say, We're going live in five, four... Three, two, one. Sitting at the desk was a man I always see. Now he says it was Jesus. He was wearing a dress shirt and looking at a clipboard. He looked directly into the camera and began reporting. Now this is the part we've got to listen. We have gotten report after report of strange occurrences at outdoor activities and 911 calls have overwhelmed the entire nationwide system. Entire nationwide system. So this apparently is telling us that a mass corona event 
is going to specifically hit the United States, but it also hits the whole world. Many of you are aware that chaotic events spread over the entire country have left fires and confusion on every front. Let me be very clear. It is worse than you thought it would be. That's the first time he said that. Remember the Bible says in the mouth of two or three witnesses let a thing be established. Revelation, for example, repeats many of the phrases two and three times. It was worse than you thought it could be or would be. One, you were warned and told that perilous times were coming. But this is worse than you thought it would be. That's the second time. Many have ignored the truth, and now it is worse than you thought it would be. That's three times. So, and he had the dream, I'm trying to remember, it was like four to six times. Don't remember the exact number. But it was, it was the same dream over and over and over and over and over for like about a week every night. And then the last night had this part added on to it. At this point, tears began to come down his face and got strong enough that he put his hands in his face for a moment. He composed himself and looked at the camera again, spoke further while the tears continued. Don't leave your first love. Now, this is Jesus speaking directly to us. Don't leave your first love. And what is our first love? Jesus. He that killeth the sword must be killed the sword. He that leadeth into captivity shall go into captivity. Meaning, and that's another thing, Revelation, when it's talking about uh, first love, it's saying don't leave Jesus because there's going to be a lot of people that have asked Jesus into the heart, but they take the mark of the beast and they fall away. Don't leave your first love. Do not fear what you're about to suffer. Stay repentant. And in the center of the wheel, in other words, in the center of his will, is the way I would say that, overcome. An overcomer is someone that sees the beast, hears the beast, but does not take the mark of the beast. They don't have to die, but most of them will. Center of the wheel, overcome, walk through the open door, stay disciplined. I will walk beside you during persecution and pain. At this, a tear streamed down his face and hit the desk with an amplified drip reminded me of the tear in the passion. Many will say that it is worse, that's the fourth time, worse than they thought it would be, and they will be right. So remain hard-braced and battle-ready. I am coming, and my reward is with me, and I am with you always, and as far as to your end. Those are the hard facts in the news, as I'm reporting it to you in living color. I turned the TV off and looked at my kids, who now appeared to be their age today. They each had aged about 10 to 12 years during this time. Now, I think that's a hint, saying that this event is 10 to 12 years away. If the tribulation has started, then it would have to be less than seven years away. But if the tribulation hasn't started, then that may be telling us the tribulation is yet three, four, five years away from actually starting. I don't think it's something we can definitely count on, but I think it's something to watch. A lot of things, you know, we're commanded to watch. My wife and I joined the circle and we began to pray for boldness and strength. When there was a knock at the door, without fear, we opened it to see several families crying and distraught. They asked if we could help them understand what was going on. We invited them into our home. When the door shut, the noise from the outside stopped, and a little girl with one of the families said, I feel better in here than I did out there.
Then I woke up. Now, in the particular text he sent me, it did not say this right here. But I show this to say on the uh, the YouTube video, it did say that. And I'm going to close, close with this. Isaiah 26, 19. This is talking about the day of the Lord. Thy dead men shall live together with my dead body, shall they arise, awake and sing. You that dwell in the dust for the dew is as the dew of herbs, and the earth shall cast out the dead. Obviously, that's talking about the day of Armageddon. My reward is with me, okay? Come, my people, enter into thy chambers. Shut the doors about thee, hide thyself, as it were, for a little moment, until the indignation be overpassed. I believe that that is talking about right here, where they were invited in to the home. I feel better than I did out there. So it's a real good understanding of what's going on here. For behold, the Lord cometh out of his place to punish the inhabitants of the earth for Armageddon, for their iniquity, and the earth also shall disclose her blood, and shall no more cover her slain. I think this is talking about a mass coronal event. I think it is associated with the day of the Lord, the last few days or weeks, and it's saying four things. It's about to be worse than you ever thought it could be. What do you do? Today, I'm going to say I think you should call cornerstoneassetmetals.com. Talk with them. Say, look, here's my situation. What can you do to help me to make certain I'm okay in the areas of gold and silver? Second thing, I think you should get a hold of josephkitchen.com. Make sure you have food. One year's worth of food is probably not going to be enough, but it's at least a start. And instead of spending $10,000 to feed one person for a year, go to josephkitchen.com and you can do it for about $1,000 a year. Obviously, with a mass coronal event, you better have the EMP shield device on your car and on your house because it might save them from getting your computer chips fried. When your car starts and no one else does, like they say, in the land of the blind, the one-eyed man is king. Get prepared. Ask Jesus to forgive your sins. Make him your God. Today, we live in unsettling times. Have you ever wondered what you're going to do when food is no longer on the shelves? I'm Leslie, owner and founder of Joseph's Kitchen, and I want to show you how to make healthy, homemade, whole wheat bread for only a few hundred dollars a year. At Joseph's Kitchen, our ingredients have been packaged for immediate use or long-term storage. Go to josephskitchen.com or call the number on your screen to order today. Don't get caught unprepared. Go to josephskitchen.com now. Cornerstoneassetmetals.com is where I'll send you if you're thinking about getting gold or silver. I think everybody should have at least a fistful of, full of gold and a fistful of silver because there could be a time when you pull up to get gasoline and they might not want to take your loaf of bread. But you pull out a gold coin or a silver coin, and you're probably able to get anything you want, even if the credit cards are down, even if the dollars are worthless. CornerstoneAssetMetals.com. CornerstoneAssetMetals.com. Next is, I'll send you to EMPShield.com. If you use the promo word prophecy, you get a $50 discount. What is that? Well, it looks like this. This is the one that goes into a car. Okay. 
and you put the red wire to the red side of the battery, you put the black wire to the black side of the battery, and the green one attaches to the body of the car. Then you peel it off right back here, just peel that off, stick it inside of the, 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 the engine compartment of your car, and the whole point is when the electricity goes off or when some kind of a suitcase nuclear nuclear device goes off, this is supposed to be able to stop that device from destroying every computer chip in your car. Because if every computer chip is destroyed in your car these days, you couldn't possibly replace them all. Throw the car away. So, empshield.com, promo code PROPHECY. <laughs>